Lisney, Ireland's leading full-service property advisory company. Welcome to the Lisney Property Podcast, your update on all things happening across the Irish property market. I'm Breda Brown. Today I'm joined by Stephen Day, Divisional Director of Lisney and Manager of the new BlackRock office. He specialises in residential sales, acquisitions and valuations in the BlackRock, Monkstown, Foxrock, Carrick Mines and Buddhistown areas and also has a wealth of experience right across the Dublin residential market. Now Stephen, you're very very welcome. And I suppose, first of all, what is activity like currently in the residential market in Dublin? The residential market in Dublin is surprisingly strong. Uh, a number of months ago in March, April, May, we weren't sure which way the property market was going to go. And if the truth be told, we were quite nervous and expected um, prices had potentially could, could come back quite considerably. But as supply remains uh, very low, especially in South Dublin, uh, the market is uh, exceptionally strong considering what has happened over the coming over the recent months um, the CSO is currently saying that prices have been fairly static between February and July a lot of purchasers expected property prices to fall and in some cases national newspapers recording that prices could potentially come back to the, the rate of 20% but the CSO is saying that prices are down less than 1% in Dublin and uh, if you talk to most estate agents in Dublin they will tell you that prices if anything may be up slightly um, over the last six months. Um, in recent years we would generally see about fifteen to 16,000 properties sell in Dublin every year. That would exclude um, sort of PRS, which is large um, block developments. Um, But in the first half of this year, we've only seen 5,200 houses sell. Um, So that would explain why demand is exceeding supply. In terms of pricing then as well, you you feel that the more expensive houses are selling quite well and selling quicker. Yeah, in our experience to sell a house north of two million over the last number of years, we would expect to trade within six six months, anywhere up to a year. Uh, at the moment, what we're experiencing, houses north of two million are trading in quite often within four to six weeks, which is surprisingly quick activity. Um, there's a number of people coming back from the UK, uh, all very similar in age profile, quite often similar jobs. Um, And whether it's Brexit related or COVID related, I'm not entirely sure, but certainly the general consensus is the vibe in London isn't as strong as it was, mainly due to Brexit. And they seem to be coming back with large amounts of funds because um, we are experiencing an unusual amount of activity in the market north of two and a half million. And houses that we're putting on in Monkstown, Sandy Cove, uh, Glasthool, Dorky and Kalini, it is unusual for them to be trading houses between two and five million within three or four weeks. But it's um, consistently happening at the moment. And in addition to that higher end of the market, what about the normal part of the market, I suppose? What type of properties are actually in demand at the moment? Very much family homes, um, especially along the coast, um, as proved to be exceptionally popular and anything with a garden. And and it's also been mentioned that previously the likes of Renla and Sandy Mount would have been sort of top of people's agenda. Not really so much at the moment. Uh, Ranela, don't get me wrong, is very popular, but Sandy Cove and Monkstown were finding um, the inquiries are considerably north of where they were 
in January, February this year. Um, it was Sandy Mount and all along the coast, um, I feel along where Monkstown, Sandy Cove, they've changed all the bus lanes and that has actually proven to be helped property values surprisingly because it's a lot quieter. Uh, it certainly pushed traffic to other areas that time will tell as when people are fully back to work. It could also be a case that with remote working people feel they don't have to be as close to the city centre so they're happier to move a little bit further Yeah, out. there was always a premium for it to be paid to live in town um, and that certainly people find their quality of life maybe further out to the coast whether it be the north side or south side is, um, and rural Ireland is obviously doing quite well out of this there's a lot of people who don't want to pay the uh, the cost of having to be able to walk into town And in terms of new bills has Covid you know construction did stop for a while so has Covid had much impact on that? Yeah it was certainly noticeable um, a lot of developers who would have been aiming to launch properties in maybe September they now might not be ready till October October, November and in that case they will more than likely we're noticing hold off until January, February next year whereas the start of the year there tends to be more money in the market there tends to be more exemptions from the banks um, so I've, certainly it's been noticeable that everything's been pushed out a few months. In terms of new bills as well I suppose we've all become much more aware of sustainable living so how has this manifested itself in, in certainly in the new build property market? Yeah, people appreciate that uh, with a new build, you have an A rating BER uh, and they're very conscious of uh, costs to run a house and um, certainly in new homes, you can heat them with a candle almost and in the second hand houses, people appreciate a good BER. Uh, and one of the reasons we're noticing uh, houses at the moment that need major renovation are proving to be a bit of a harder sell as building costs continue to rise. Uh, I suspect you'd like to think over the coming months that building costs may get that little bit more affordable, but uh, all the signs are pointing to costs continuing to rise, which is not sustainable. In terms of, of expats moving home, we've seen more of that as well with Brexit recently. Are you seeing that within the market? Yeah, um, especially more noticeable at the upper end of the market, if I'm being truthfully honest. Uh, as I said, being sort of one and a half, two million plus. Um, there's a lot of people coming back from London, um, Singapore. But in with regard to at the lower end of the market, uh, it's not as noticeable. But yes, there is quite a few people coming back from abroad. And maybe it's, uh, as I said, maybe somewhat Brexit and somewhat... Um, COVID related they want to get back to family And what about the investment side have we seen that impacted in terms of people buying to let Yes is the answer There's our, our concern with the investment market is more investors are getting out of the market taxes are very penal rents have come back a little bit albeit they're still substantially unaffordable in many cases of Dublin the investors in, in, we're noticing over the last 12 months have been more exiting the market than entering the market and more than likely the only way the government, uh, if they gave some form of tax break, then there'd be more chance of more investors entering the market. But it's what's, as more investors exit the market, it's put more pressure on the rental market, which in turn is driving rents up. Not surprisingly, absolutely. And in terms of, I suppose, practicalities, obviously, again, with COVID, we couldn't do viewings the way we normally did them, as in you turn up on a, on a Saturday morning or a Tuesday evening, in you go, have a look around and you leave. You sort of had to move everything pretty much online or viewing by appointment. How did you find that transition? Yeah, Saturdays would traditionally be an estate agent's busiest day of the week. Um, Now we're finding more and more people want to view property during the week, especially the fact they're working home. They can 
pop out for half an hour and view a house and come back. Obviously now anyone who wants to see a house is only by appointment. A colleague of mine was showing a house in Sandy Mountain Saturday and was there for three and a half hours when normally that would be on view for an hour on a Saturday. And obviously we're doing more virtual viewings. There's videos for properties. And in general, I would say the numbers viewing property um, are considerably down, but the quality is very good and people now who are looking they want to buy and they want to get on with life And I think there's more opportunity now for people to actually do all their homework beforehand. As you said, they can go online, the videos are great, the quality has has increased uh, over the past couple of months. They can practically see the house inside out and make a decision then if they want to go and see it or not. Yeah, very much so. I think people, the reality is, will still buy a house, they want to view it. Uh, but you'd be amazed. Some people spend more time buying a pair of jeans than they do buying a property Really? And uh, yeah, whereas other people come in and they'd want 45 minutes in a house and that can be a challenge for us when uh, you have a substantial amount of people who want to get into a property, especially the first two weeks when a property is launched to the market tends to be the most active and most busy. Uh, and then after once a property is on the market three or four weeks, viewing numbers tend to tail off. So between now and the end of the year, I suppose, how do you think it's going to go? I think supply is going to remain somewhat limited, frustratingly for buyers. Um, prices at the moment seem to be holding up quite well. Um, I, the market is potentially a bit vulnerable next year if more supply comes on, but a number of people don't want to go to the market this autumn because of COVID, um, which in turn is keeping supply down. And do you think we're still very much a home house owning nation? Will we ever move to that continental side of things where we can live in apartments? I think the Irish culture is very much still um, people want to own property. So um, I don't think so is my honest answer. People want to buy. Okay, well, watch this space. Stephen Day from Lisney. Thank you. That's it for now. We'll be back next time with another look at the property market on the Lisney Property Podcast. Lisney. Ireland's leading full-service property advisory company.